to the worst week yet, the least informed podcast on the left. It's a podcast where every week we proudly present the atrocities of the world like a cat dropping a dead bird at your feet. I'm your host, Andrew Hillary, and I'm joined once again by my most times co-host, longtime friend, Dee Dee Rose. Deanna, what is up? Nothing, honestly. I hate it here. Not, you hate it at my house? No, I hate, I hate it, it on too. this plane of what? existence. I hate it on this timeline. Like I don't. You hate it here in this Zoom call with us? No. You it's... hate me? You hate Christina? I hate myself. Is that what you said? Okay? <laughs> I hate it here. I hate it inside my own physical body. I hate. I hate it inside my neural network. Well, I'm so sorry to have to be a part of that network with you, Deanna. Um, just two tin cans connected on a string. We're just like a mycelial network, all all connected to the same dying tree. And you know what happens to mice? Cats eat them. Kennedy's yeah. here. Kennedy, how are you? <laughs> I'm great. I liked how Deanna said, Andrew, start the podcast. And then he started it. And then she looked scared. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, I didn't I didn't look I, it wasn't scared. Yesterday I had sent Andrew some like opening line intro, like opening line suggestions. And I just was curious as to whether or not any of those were going to be used. And yeah. then, and then I was scared that uh, if one of them was used, it was going to be embarrassing, and so that was the that was the. Scare. Oh, one of them had a slur in it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was it. That's what happened. Yeah, I did uh, change that word, but I used that one um, in our fourth seat. You may know her from Twitch. We've never, this is our first time having a streamer on the show. I don't know what that means, but I think it's important. You may know her from Twitter. You may know her, I don't know where you know her from, but now you know that her from can't here. Be true. Please welcome Christina, aka Cosmopolitics, to the show. Hi. Hello. How are you today? <laughs> pretty good, pretty good, pretty good. I had bang and I'm good to go. <laughs> nice. Glad someone got banged today. Yeah. I'm glad someone got banged this year. Anyways. <laughs> I can't speak for Christina. I don't know Christina's life, but I feel like you might be the only one of us that didn't. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know. I'm going to go ahead and assume Christina did. Here's hoping. Here's hoping. Here's the thing. I know. Here's how I know I'm not an incel is that I'm still happy when people have sex. Like, I'm not. Like, if I find out that, like, somebody I have a crush on got banged, I'm like, fuck, dude. I hope they came. I don't know. Good for them. Like, <laughs> You're like, I personally am not getting fucked, but I hope everyone out there who is had a great time. Yeah. I don't just want people to fuck. I want people to have good sex. If that's what they desire. You know, if you're ace like that, I don't want you to get fucked. I don't. I liked when you said if that's what they desire. My first thought was, like, are there some people who desire bad sex? Yeah, like, that's, I just, that's what I thought. I, I oh, want that, case, actually. I want that 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 dead fish experience. <laughs> That's what I'm looking for. It kind it, it kind of reminds me of Kimi and Ron White, and he taught he did like the stand up. He was known for like smoking and drinking, like tater salad. His, yeah, yes, that's right. Mm -hmm. And he did a he did like one about his cousin, like talking about how his cousin was like very very homophobic. And Ron White's like, "All right, do you like watching porn?" He's like, "Yeah, I love watching porn. You know, I do." He's like, "Well, do you want the guy to have a small half flaccid penis?" And his cousin's like, "No, I love big hard throbbing cock." And he's like. <laughs> See, we're all kind of gay. And I'm like, you know what? I bet a lot of men who watch porn do prefer like their men to look 
ripped and like hard throbbing and shit like that so i'm like yeah even guys have preferences to like the male the uh guys in porn my preference is I try to find porn where like the guy has a similar looking dick to mine, but the, <laughs> just so I can like easy. Like, here's the thing: if I see a dude with a giant dick in a porn, I'm like, well, that I could never do any of that shit. Like, I wouldn't even be able to reach from that fucking position. Uh, yeah. So I don't know. I try to find porn that's like really relatable. Like, I look for porn. I typed into Pornhub search bar the other day. I was like, guy tries his best and girl humors him. <laughs> I mean, I wanna, I wanna make, I wanna make fun of you, but like, I do understand because if I'm watching porn and it's like a blonde girl with huge boobs, I'm like, can't relate, can't relate. I have no, I can't even envision myself in this situation. Like, I gotta watch porn with like a little brown-haired girl with flat tits and a big ass. Like, that's it. I can't. It's, it's the only way. This is the way. Hell yeah. So now that we've talked oh, uh, about... Welcome to the worst wank yet. A podcast about us. Anyway. Uh... So that's, uh, you know, we're covering some really important stuff here. This yeah, week. like uh, our inherent narcissism. I don't, like, I can only come to porn if someone in it looks like me. No, it's not that. I just don't like to feel belittled by the thing I'm trying to come to. Dude. Like, <laughs> well, some people do. I mean, people pay good money hey, for that. I'm not hating. I'm not hating. Uh, right. Also, I've typed in small dick like humiliation stuff. I've looked at that. The dicks are like half the time. They're bigger than mine. I do not understand how let's, you know what? Let, we've got a Patreon, patreon.com. Wait, 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 are you <laughs> no, telling me we are not? Are you telling me that you went seeking small dick humiliation porn and the small dick humiliation was that yours was smaller than the subject of the video? <laughs> Oh my god, my mom listens to this podcast. Okay. <laughs> I'm here's sorry, the, mom. Here's the thing. I think send that, a stretcher. I think like if you look at statistics, I think I'm about average, but like this the dicks in porn are so big that even the ones in small dick porn are like pretty big. I'm like, come on, man. You guys are graded on a curve. I do not appreciate this. Show me a porn with a guy whose dick is smaller than mine right now. Well, the curve the curve throws off the that, measurement. Didn't you see that article that dicks are getting bigger because of our exposure to like microplastics and, and it's hunger a bad thing? or some shit I, like that? I did see that and you know uh, what I did, Kennedy? Uh, I came home and I ate a Ziploc bag. <laughs> yeah, you know, that, I just want to say that 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 study is going to destroy society. That's, <laughs> yes. that's the final nail in, in, in society's coffin. Because now, in the back of every shitty man's mind is going to be, but maybe my dick is getting bigger because I'm licking this radiation popsicle. <laughs> um. I feel like this is, I feel like that's in line with like when the study came out that like somehow Mountain Dew can lead to like reduced sperm count or like reduced fertility i swear to god that killed mountain dew i swear mountain dew died that day like uh -uh. It, it's not that it's still not around but just that like 
I feel like they lost 30% of their customer base. But I feel like the remaining customers were like, sick. It doesn't disrupt your ability to come. It just uh, disrupts your ability to get someone pregnant. No, babe, I don't have to wear a condom. I drank a Mountain Dew today. <laughs> like, like, I, I think, like some, some people some people were like, oh, no, my balls, and stopped drinking this Mountain Dew. This is my Dew. birth control. Yeah, and then the rest of the people were like, free vasectomy, sick. Ironically, drinking Mountain Dew Code Red does work as birth control. Yeah, but just because it's embarrassing and no one wants to fuck you if you do that. That's the joke. Yep. <laughs> drinking uh, Mountain Dew Bob. <laughs> Patreon.com slash Worst Weekend. This is a listener-funded show. You can get access to bonus content almost every week. We put out bonus. We just did an episode where Kennedy, Deanna, and I broke down the movie The Menu. The movie The Menu. The movie The Menu. It was pretty fun. We had a good time. Uh, it was a good ass episode. Yeah, we. Yeah, if you're if you don't listen to that, <laughs> I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say. <laughs> Throwing up your hands. Say, it was the it was it was the five star dining experience of podcast episodes. Okay, we, you should pay twelve hundred dollars to hear it. We are a Michelin rated podcast. Uh, so yeah, go there. You can support for as little. Which is to say, someone threw a tire at Andrew Hillary <laughs> once. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I thought you were going to say, which is to say that Andrew Hillary bears strong resemblance to the Michelin man, and that would have both were mean. I thought you were going to say, check me for a puncture wound because I look deflated. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> hmm. You got one, Christina? You want to? You want to? <laughs> no, it's okay. good. It's okay if you want to belittle me in it with a tire pun. It's it's okay, just so you know. At any time, not just now. Yeah, uh, but, it can be any time during the episode. Good to good to know. Yeah, put it, put it on the back burner. But anyways, you can support the show for as little as two fifty a month, which gets you access to over sixty something bonus episodes uh, in the back catalog. But if you give ten dollars a month, that makes you an official sponsor of the show a pizza the hut level patron and that means we say your fucking name so big thank you to chauncey anders zap actions downer andrea humphrey the man in the west nandy angelus josh troopin nick adams parentheses alpha male aj from baltimore id next dragula 206 brienne and uh fed spede <laughs> Fed's, pizza. <laughs> Fed's pizza stink bug. Uh, Patreon.com slash worst weekend. <laughs> Wait, I, Nick Adams, alpha male? Nick Adams, Nick Adams, parentheses, alpha male. Oh, God. <laughs> That's so exciting. Yay. As from uh, a patron and guest formerly known as Herman Cain. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Herman Herman Cain finally dropped his support. Yeah. Uh yeah. shucky ducky. Thank you. <laughs> Thank while. you. That should be on the fucking soundboard. Put right make a note of that, Andrew. Okay. I just remembered a story that I did not get right on the cheat sheet. So I'm gonna write that down and we are gonna have fun with that. I am uh, concerned about what what memory switch Shucky aw oh, Shucky Ducky just tripped for yeah, you. I, yeah, I'm really concerned. But also, uh can we put can we put Herman Kane quoting the Pokemon movie on the soundboard? Is that a thing we can have on the worst <laughs> 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 
I don't know what that's a reference to, but it, it, yes, we can. Of course we can. All he, right. Very specifically, uh, you don't know, wait, you don't know about this? He quoted the Pokemon movie in a speech. What? <laughs> yeah. And he even said, he says, and in fact, this would be one of the funniest things to put on the soundboard, in my opinion. He says, I believe these words came from the Pokemon movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's right. Wait, I'm going to start. I'm going to start just commenting that under people's like stupid takes in Twitter discourse. Shucky Ducky does sound like a Pokemon, too. So it, it's all full circle. Man, I miss Ooh. Herman Cain. R.I.P. R.I.P. Right. Herm. Godfather's Pizza. Is that right? Yeah. He's, he's with Godfather now. Uh, I don't know how heaven works. Okay, we've got a lot of news to talk about. So first and foremost, I want to begin with a little known, I would say, uh, maybe like a, it's, it's hard to even call this a news story uh, just because of like, so how, how few people even really knew about it or talked about it at all. Uh, and that is COVID-19. You, you may remember, like, there was, like, some rumblings about this a couple of years ago. I don't, I don't remember. I think I saw some tweets. Yeah, yeah. There was a TikTok about it, but I watched it with the sound off, so I'm not really it's sure what like, it said. I, I it's think, like, I think that Bolsonaro guy got it. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> Bolsonaro! <laughs> some, some dude who used to rule Brazil, apparently. <laughs> so I got really, really sick a couple times in the last year, but I don't think that was related. Yeah, I'm podcasting from an iron lung, but I don't know what that's about. So this week, the Energy Department, the U.S. Energy Department, uh, came out with a report where they were backing a theory that COVID-19 was, in fact, accidentally or on purpose released from a lab in China. So <laughs> they basically confirmed lab leak theory, although they described their findings as low confidence, meaning they weren't actually able to ascertain whether or not it was true. They're just kind of going with a vibe. <laughs> Why even bother then? Here's the thing. This immediately led to tons and tons of conservative people going, ha, we told you, which is very funny because conservatives like with I'm I'm re-listening to like early 2020s Alex Jones just to like <laughs> just because just because I want to torture myself and he had like a new theory for COVID like uh sometimes more than once in an episode like it was a bio weapon it was a lab leak it's a Chinese plot like <laughs> and here's the thing is just anytime any information that wasn't considered the narrative is proposed not even confirmed just proposed Every one of these motherfuckers just hops on it like, I fucking told you so. <laughs> yeah. In case you're keeping score, uh, the things of the things that Andrew deems uh, worthy of listening to and not worthy of listening to in the <laughs> worthy column, we now have uh, uh, not just Kanye's entire interview with Alex Jones, but also uh, Alex Jones's back catalog. To be fair, I'm listening it to it on Knowledge Fight, which is like a podcast that breaks down Alex Jones, okay. but uh, in like uh. makes fun of him and points out how stupid and crazy he is. But uh, but in the not worthwhile category, we still continue to have music. Just <laughs> just Joe Biden's state of most recent State of the Union address. I'm not gonna do it. Uh, yeah. So the FBI interestingly, also came out and said that they believe the lab leak theory is true with uh, moderate confidence. So that's... Uh, how would the FBI... 
Mind you, so, FBI supposed to only really be looking at stuff inside the United States. Uh, there's there's <laughs> quite a few things that I enjoy about all of this. First of all, all these agencies are just high on vibes. Like yes. <laughs> none of them, none of them have any kind of concrete evidence. They're just like they're just like you know what we thought about it for a while. We like smoked some weed, sat around, and you know just passed the joint around the circle and put up a whiteboard. And we were like, "What do you think?" I don't know, man. And uh, <laughs> and 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 we just decided maybe it was China. I don't know, dog. And this it's is... like, 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 dude. That's first of all, that's just that's hilarious on a face value but then second of all the 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 other funniest thing about this is that every single guy who is like i don't trust the government i don't i don't <laughs> trust authority is, is right now on twitter like see i told you the china lab fbi <laughs> said so i suddenly trust them yeah. <laughs> what is what is funny to me about about the situation is that the f the b and the i have less confidence about uh their their assumption that this is related to a chinese live or lab leak than uh men on twitter have when approaching women they don't know in their dms like like the confidence ratio is troubling we need mm. reply guys to join the fbi fbi reply guys there we go. Look, I'm so, I'm a problem solver. I'm a solutions guy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, uh, they four other government agencies did say that there is uh, that they have no confidence in this being a lab leak. In specifically the the evidence that they cited uh, in saying that they're uh, that they don't believe this is a lab leak is that in both the Department of Energy and the FBI's report they presented. Zero evidence that points to it being a lab leak. <laughs> there is well, nothing, no evidence whatsoever. This is literally just a vibe. And you why know, even bother releasing any information if it's just not even going to be the thing? And, and when what is the Department of Energy investigating COVID's origins for? What the fuck is this? <laughs> Uh, I was listening to the majority report this week because I'm in love with Sam Cedar. There's no, everyone knows this. Um, also he's coming on the movie podcast in, in May. So plug, um, Hell yeah. apparently he has, more, apparently the department of energy actually has more than just like energy. They do other things. So well, like, vibes are a type of energy actually. Now that I'm saying it yes. out loud. Yeah. Oh. I was thinking like they also have a board of manifestation. <laughs> Um, they do a little bit of crystal healing, Reiki. Mm-hmm. It, oh, actually, you know what it is? We misread this. It was the Department of Energy work yeah. that put this statement yes. out. <laughs> a dedicated team of light healers. <laughs> uh, all yeah. indigo children, every one of them. Empaths all around. Christine, I'm sorry. I think I cut you off saying something uh, that valuable. was relevant, like relevant, valuable information to say a stupid thing. No, uh, I didn't say anything. You were valuable. No, you were. You were. You watched. You listened to uh, Daddy Sam. Yeah. Yes. Well, yeah. Well, he, well, he was saying that the Department of Energy does more than just like the Department of Energy related stuff. Like they look into like these things all the time, and I'm like, 
does it impact energy? Is that why they're doing this? But I was in the middle of work, so I couldn't really, but all I heard was the apartment energy does a lot more. And I'm like, okay. That's good to know. They do some shady shit. Well, here's yeah. the thing. The they the Department of Energy, what they don't want want us to know is that uh uh coughing out COVID droplets actually could have fought climate change, but since we wore masks to keep the droplets oh. in. Yeah, they were just about to come out with a windmill that you put in front of your face to cough COVID through, which could then power your home. But then people people put on those face diapers and... <laughs> I just wanted to say face diapers. Conservatives are the most embarrassing fucking people on the earth. So uh, in, in, mm-hmm. in other COVID news, this week, Joe Biden... Uh, in, in a move that's a little surprising, he went and asked Congress for $1.6 billion in, in additional COVID funding, which it's it's shocking to think that, uh, you know, after declaring that we that COVID is over, that Joe Biden would go and ask for more funding. Uh, so apparently this is to uh, go after people who did COVID aid fraud. <laughs> Oh, so like red states who took the COVID money, but Here's like didn't actually use it to fight COVID that what I'm thinking is that this is you going wish. to be used you to wish. prosecute people who, I don't know, let's say, uh, collected additional unemployment benefits while they were driving an ice cream truck, something like that. I don't know. Just as like in a, just some kind of example. I mean, or <laughs> but not PPP loans. Yeah, yeah no. that's what I was going to say. I wish that they would use it to uh, prosecute millionaires that got PPP loans while still collecting huge paychecks, but yeah. seems like dot. Yeah, yeah I, I wish mean, they would use it to prosecute my ex-boss who got a PPP loan to protect his business against sudden financial disruption and then laid me off without warning anyway. I yeah. told my mom we should have taken one out. Yeah. Just think. We could have definitely used that money for sure. I mean, we clean uh, houses. So we, we all customers. should have done PPP loan fraud. Okay, Wait, we yes. gotta all keep this in mind <laughs> for next time. Hold all right, on. because next I have crisis, a... we're all doing PPP loan fraud or whatever the fraud is. Maybe it'll be a new fraud. Okay, <laughs> but we gotta make sure we're on it. Okay, I love I love a fraud. I love a crime. Also, because I uh, <laughs> because I am a ten nine like because I have a ten ninety nine. Uh, I did get a payroll protection loan. Dana's petty bouge to protect myself. I was like, I have to protect my own payroll, which is me. Um, the government only gave me $1,000. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Seriously? Like, okay. Here's your value. Uh, go hope, die. Hope this helps. Um, <laughs> yeah. 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 Okay. Not, not to like make light of anything, but like I made a tempt on my life like two years ago. And I was like, oh, shit, mom, we got to work. I can't be stuck in this month of hospital. She's like, don't worry. We got our COVID money. I was like, yay. Can I stay here another two days? <laughs> and uh, I was like, really? I'm like, what? I'm just joking. First of all, uh, I'm glad you're alive. Second of all, same. <laughs> phrasing it the way I made an attempt at my life kind of sounds like suicide assassination, which is kind of a cool I don't know. I'm going to start a metal band. But- I also, I also, my knee jerk response to you saying two years ago, I made an attempt on my life was to be like, have it. Didn't we all? And then- I know. Right. That's true too. But like, it's just, oh my God. It, it, I was like, good timing to get that COVID money. We couldn't work for like a week. Yeah. Though we did take two, like March, 2020 was something. It really was. Trust really me. Right. I know. I'm currently listening to every Alex Jones episode from then. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> 
But like, I, I remember having my earbuds on and listening to like the theme song from Us and seeing everyone in Walmart wearing masks, wiping stuff down. I'm like, and I'm like, this is weird. Like, listening to some spooky like soundtrack while all this is going down. I'm like. Oh my God. No wonder I, I, you wanted to stay in the hospital those extra days. You're like, I'm safe in here. I got to say, for yes. like being in a spooky real life situation and your, your go-to was like, I'm going to put on some haunting music. Like, yes. <laughs> I was like, mom, you got to listen to your earbuds. Listen to some scary music. This really amps up, uh, up the vibes going on right now. <laughs> but my sister, obviously my sister lives back in New Jersey. And of course she's like, we were literally wiping our groceries. I'm like, we, I'm like, we're, we're, we're South Carolinians. We're not all about that. We're too lazy to do that. We'll just, you know, <laughs> maybe wipe the cart and go. Maybe wipe the cart and go. I rubbed some dirt on it. Uh, so I have one more story that is uh, just another victory for U.S. intelligence. This week, an intelligence report was released that concluded that Havana syndrome was nothing. <laughs> <laughs> like, guys, we looked into it. This is all made up. Oh, my God. The computer froze. What is happening? Our friends are frozen. <laughs> What if the whole world stopped and it's just me and you, Deanna? Jesus Christ. <laughs> How do we get them back? I don't know what happened. Come back. Come back. <laughs> like Rose and Titanic. Don't leave us here with us. <laughs> like Rose and Titanic yelling for that boat. Come back. You, it gives you small headache. Okay. Nice. And especially if you'd been drinking the night before, then then it's you're even more susceptible to it. <laughs> um, we don't know. I don't know if you both for like, I don't know My if Kennedy just and froze Christina for like thirty seconds froze for each other. But like now, I'm jealous that you were having a good time without us because <laughs> the computer froze and we were having a worse time. <laughs> Me and Dana. No, oh, damn. Me we and were... Dana panicked. <laughs> We were just. Uh, Did you guys get Havana syndrome? Wait a minute. Wait yeah, a minute. Wait we got a minute. Havana syndrome. I think we maybe got your Havana computer got Havana syndrome. syndrome just now. Here's the thing: the NSA just gave my my uh, MacBook Havana syndrome, and it. I don't know. I don't know what to make of this. I think that we're being un we're being under attack. I wonder uh -oh. if what I, I wonder if you should. By the way, uh, just relating to something we were talking about a minute ago, I wonder if you should trust these government agencies vaguely saying maybe it was China about COVID. <laughs> uh, uh, if uh, these same government agencies were maybe also saying Havana syndrome was real a year ago and passed a relief bill giving people money for Havana syndrome. Not just, not just oh my money. god they did didn't they not just money kennedy it guaranteed them fully paid for health care for life this uh, and <laughs> it's too late for me to be in on that fraud and i'm upset <laughs> here's the thing i Would got a thousand dollar ppp loan during a pandemic that was real and these people got a lifetime free health care during a syndrome that was fake. Okay, so here's what we need to do. We need to American. We need to come up with the next Havana syndrome. Um and it okay, we have to allege that uh it, it obviously it comes from China. Um and it spreads through TikToks and it's called uh um Beijing Madness. And okay, so here's the thing. Okay. We uh, listeners, you you're all in on this too. Uh, 
I guess. I don't know how fraud works, but I think it, we're stronger together. Um, so we go, we we all come down with a mysterious ailment, and we say that we were watching a lot of TikToks and that they reprogrammed our brain, and we call it the uh, Beijing madness, I think. And, yes. And then we get free healthcare for life. You know what? I feel like. Yeah. A shorter. And the only way, the only way to make my brain feel better is to send troops into Taiwan today. <laughs> <laughs> my, uh, I feel like a shorter, a, a shorter route from point A to point B would be to convince the government that they needed to pass a relief bill for the woke mind virus. <laughs> <laughs> mm. I'm surprised they haven't thought about that yet. They, I, the woke mind virus. Maybe Beijing madness is the woke mind virus. We're, you know what? We're putting things together here. We're figuring things out. Uh, stronger together, we do have all the answers. Has the energy department released a report on woke mind virus? <laughs> I think Best it, podcast. I think it uh, uh, leaked from a lab in a in a women's bathroom in North Carolina. <laughs> there we go. That got dark for a sec. Okay, so <laughs> moving on. This week, a, tr a passenger train derailed in Greece. Uh, I think like 57 people were killed. And the person responsible for that train derailment was immediately arrested. Isn't it? Isn't it wild how whenever somebody does bad at their job in a government job in another country, they get in trouble for it? Isn't, you that, know what? isn't that crazy? Yeah. I think that they just took really seriously um, how dangerous releasing uh, releasing Greeks into the into the groundwater would be. <laughs> you can't. Is it okay to say that as an Italian? I don't. Is there some bad blood between Greeks and Italians? Mm. Listen, if no, you I rent your so. place, you can pour Greeks down the drain. <laughs> <laughs> also another train derailed in ohio yesterday and everyone's yeah, like yeah, not no just another train but another norfolk southern train yeah, yeah it's always norfolk yeah. southern same so thing happened to us uh back in 2005 let's just be clear there are around a thousand train derailments in this country per year that means you know, that means right now that's, that means average, it's okay right so there's like three <laughs> per day um and so uh uh, and 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 the like ninety percent or more of these are easily preventable, and all that is causing them is lack of maintenance, lack of rules, lack of breaks, lack of time off, lack of et cetera, et cetera. Pete Buttigieg. Like, um, well, Kennedy, and I that's think lack of physical. That's lack of physical breaks, by the way. You know, I don't. Um, I don't mean to be like a contrarian so. here, but I think what you're failing to recognize, Kennedy, is the fact that uh, if these train companies were to implement some of these uh, preventative safety measures, that that would potentially impact the the um, the the amount of money that the boss keeps. So, like, I, I think, like, I, you know, I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying, but, like, somebody has to think of these CEOs. You know, I forgot for a moment that They're... shareholders make the decisions that create value. You, you're right. You know, Kennedy, <laughs> technically, if they're the 1%, they are a minority. I don't feel great about wow. that one. <laughs> wow. 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 Talk, wow. About getting, talk about getting dark. Like... Christina told us she tried to commit suicide during COVID, and somehow you dug around and found something darker. Hey, you wow. know. 
I am matched. This hole is really deep. There's no way I'm digging my way up, okay? The only uh, way through it is through it. <laughs> Plus, if I dig all the way to China, I can get some of that Beijing madness, okay? Look, I'm just thinking practically here. Let's talk about, uh, I think this is a bit of pretty pretty good news. This week, insulin maker Eli Lilly announced that they will cap the price of insulin for $35 per month per uh, for everyone, not just the insured, not just Medicaid, even the uninsured, they will be capped at $35 a month. But um, you know who to thank for that? Elon Musk. It's very rare that we thank Elon Musk <laughs> on this podcast. You know what? Seriously. You are it really, correct. It, it literally yes. is very rare <laughs> Elon Musk W'd. That, is, <laughs> he going to, is he going to probably get his asshole su- sued out of him at some point over this? Uh, probably. But, uh, you know, we'd love to see the high while it lasts. Getting your high on the vibes, getting your asshole suit out of you is a hilarious. That's what a way to describe that. Also, that's my uh, Halloween costume next year. I think it was more perfect union. One of the more perfect union uh, Twitter heads who um, is it more perfect union. Yeah. That actually made the fake Eli Lilly account. I'm like. Again, but it's Elon Musk's fault Respect. that this happened. Respect. It, it didn't have to happen, but it did. The fact that this week uh, I found myself being like, wow, all right, Elon, good job. And also uh, found myself agreeing with something that Newt Gingrich said. Newt! I really hate this timeline. <laughs> I'm really concerned about this timeline. I see now is, why you said you hate We don't actually have to give any real credit to Elon here, okay? <laughs> Yeah, or he's any real credit to up, Newt. He's just the fuck up who made it all possible, but... <laughs> he just didn't think that anyone would buy a blue check and impersonate someone. I'm like, bitch, you really thought that just signing up and, and putting your credit card or debit card info would, like, verify? No, nah, people are going to make fake names and shit. I wonder if anybody's ever bought in a blue check with a stolen identity. That's so funny. Uh Oof. But yeah, hey, congrats. If, oh, 100%. Yeah. If you need 100%. insulin, it's uh it's capped at $35 a month now, so that's that's good. Uh, you know, it should be free, but take the win. I, I agree it should be here? free, but I have a couple uninsured diabetic friends and it's like hundreds of dollars a month. Yeah, so I like yeah. Yeah. $35 is definitely a win. I have a friend who's like diabetes medications and insulin all together like r- rounds out $800 a month. Jesus yeah. So thirty-five dollars yeah. is gonna uh, make her life seven hundred sixty-five dollars a month more comfortable, and that's great. Greatest country in the history of the universe. It's better mm. than countries on other planets. So what's the moral here? Uh, it's that bullying works. Yes. 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 Don't I, be too anti-bully, or else we'll never get anything we want. I mean, honestly, that's how we got Netflix to shut up about their. Uh, Passwords? Yeah. Just yeah. be yelling at people. You can't charge us that much. Bully up. Hey, y'all, y'all the people up. who said love is sharing a password. So th- we're just saying your words. You you know, we're not you making told shit us. up. You yes. told us. Yeah. All love right. is sharing the needle you uh, inject your insulin with. I did not know where that was going, but it makes um, sense. All right, let's move on. I want to give a reminder that this podcast is not qualified to give medical advice. (laughs) Kennedy is correct. That does not mean we won't, but we are not. You shouldn't listen. If you (laughs) are listening to this and haven't caught on to the fact that I'm just saying things, then, you know, 
<laughs> Speaking of just saying things, I want to give an update now to a story that uh, was in the news a few months ago. Now, I think we did cover this. I don't know how much, but uh, I, I, I was scared to go back and listen uh, just to see how terrible of a job we did. But uh, if you remember, a few at the end of December, there was that cop in Tennessee that was fired after allegedly having multiple affairs with other police officers. Mm. Yes. <laughs> so this week, she has filed a lawsuit saying that she was a victim of a number of sexual crimes. Now, there's a lot of different accusations made in this filing, uh, including that m uh, many of the sex acts that she was engaged with were coerced by her superiors. And so apparently this was like a, a, like a slow snowball of like her boss started like sexually harassing her and like pressuring her into sex. And then it, it was happening with more and more cops around the station, uh, which then led to, I guess it became such a traumatic situation that she went and checked herself into a mental health facility. And at that time, her superiors became frightened that she would tell her therapists what she'd experienced. And that's when they went public with the story about her being the office slut. So, this whole holy shit yeah so what we were all like go all clean you did what you had to do and yeah. then we're like oh shit right like i feel bad because i was very um well i'm very pro ho which i don't feel bad about but i was like yes girl Same. like why don't these people mind their business let her suck the dick if she wants to and now to find out that she, she was want to. that that like to find out that she was essentially like long form gang raped is very fucked up. It's very yeah. fucked up. I mean, very fucked up that, 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 that happened to her. And I remember when I said, I hate it here. <laughs> I do remember that. Not, you know what? I'm coming around. I'm yeah. Coming around. As things are being revealed, it's checking out more and, and more. Conservatives are slut shaming her. They're like, Oh, she's making up false accusations because she got caught having affairs with married cops. And I'm like, if she went to a mental hospital, I'm assuming there's something more to it than her willingly participating. Maybe she was an unwilling participant. Oh, we found out. Also, That's the, the logic here is always wrong because it's like, her life has already been so fucked up by all this stuff. Yeah. And 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 to go through this lawsuit is going to make her life a lot worse before it potentially maybe gets a little better at the end. Maybe. Right? Yeah. And she knows that. You have to know that going into this sort of thing. Which like, is why a lot of victims don't report, like, don't report and don't nope. file. Yeah. So, like, the idea that, like, Oh, well, she's doing good. She did this for attention or some kind of retribution. It's like, the cops no. did that. Also, yeah. like, like, it's funny how these base ass humans never think about other people being as base ass as themselves because it's like, if all she wanted was retribution, she has like a gun and stuff, you know, just saying, um, just putting, saying some words. Right. Um, just just but, saying the words. You know, like, uh, uh, it's, you know, it's clear that, like, she wants to draw attention to something that happened to her. And, like, 
Because this could be some happening. kind of bigger justice for it, hopefully. The cops. It, it could be happening you know, in other like, police departments too with female cops. The cops like, we don't are know. so bad at I crime. I feel like I do. I feel. I feel like I do know that's happening in other. Yeah. Like, I, there's I no way it. Isn't. I mean, it happens in the U.S. military. It happens. Yep. Yeah. Uh, it happens like at fucking McDonald's. It happens everywhere. If, yep. if they, if they, ha- with the way that they apparently. Um, probably systematically abuse this woman. Systematically. I'm doing my best, okay? (laughs) Um, uh, It it points to, like, a likelihood that this is a culture. This isn't, like, something that, like, they saw this woman and then just came up with the idea. Yeah. Right? I'd I'd also like to point out that this isn't one bad apple. This is a whole rotten fucking bunch. Yes, like, a whole tree that's rotting from the root up. This isn't right because because then their plan, their plan, and the, and the police are very very bad at crime because like executives are like, well, we're, we'll just give this person a promotion and a million dollars, and hopefully she'll just stay quiet. Mm-hmm. But the police were like, we're going to uh, uh, fire her and then defame her character. That's going to protect us from her telling people what we did to her like w- yeah because the cops literally operate like a bad kind of gang and i like to specify because i think the word gang gets thrown around in too many the only the only truly stuff. bad gang but are i the mean cops like and yang gang like these so, the cops are gangsters like and this is what like this is what like like the worst gangster types do, right? Like, like they the cost, low they, level, they, the low level bruisers, not like the mob bosses, not like top tier, not even the hitmen. Yeah, not the like Rico charges mafia guys. Like the like every cop is just those two gangsters standing outside in the departed. Like, oh, that person's a cop. Oh yeah, they're just they're all idiots. Uh, fuck them all, and yeah. you know. Of course, this is a conflicting story because, like, the fact that she was also a cop like that. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying, oh, we we need. Yeah, like it's it's but I don't know. I I don't remember if or how we covered this, but I do know that there was like a lot of people just making really crass jokes at the time. And like the fact that that like really just played right into her abuser's hands that like people would just slut shame her and paint this image in the public meanwhile she was like the victim and like i don't it's that's so messed up i will say that when we covered it we were not slut shaming we were slut celebrating yeah um and we were little did we know we were very little uh, little did we know we were on her side but we didn't know what her side actually was yeah um what i can say is that i hope that uh um, someone from the Department of Energy is is sending love and light to this woman. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope the that vibes. they I hope that they are they know the vibes. Um, the thoughts and prayers division. It's a little controversial because separation of church and state, but you know they do have a they do have somebody working on that. I hope they're sending. Hope they're sending the vibes. Me too. Me too. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so I, I do think the last thing I'll say about this is just that although we can't completely forgive somebody who uh, wanted to be a cop necessarily outright on face value, 
I think it is important to recognize that police departments also abuse people internally and that the people that are victims of that abuse cycle are potentially good allies in the quest to ultimately not have police departments. So, um, you know, I, I think that, like, we can't just be like, uh, well, we, we're going to discount the fact that she wanted to be a cop necessarily, but also, like... I don't At think she point, deserves to be much more of a, a victim of abuse of this system than, than yeah. someone to be maligned. So. I don't think that she uh, deserved to be gang raped by her coworkers and superiors uh, because she wanted to be a cop. Uh, that's that's not. Yeah. Like there's no such thing as a good cop, but the closest you can get would probably be a former cop who now hates cops because she realized how fucking terrible they are. Actually, the closest you can get would be uh, Chris Dorner. Is that is that his name? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's the only. The R.I.P. Yeah. R.I.P. to a real one. Hey, you. Hey. Hey. I yeah. see you. <laughs> you having fun? Why don't you go head back to that app you're listening to us on and hit the subscribe button. Yeah, you can get a new episode of this fucking shit show every single week. We don't take weeks off. You could get this every week. You don't even have to remember because the <laughs> app will just notify you. It's so easy. Apps. Is there anything they can't do, Deanna? <laughs> and while you're there, you could even hit the share button and send this podcast to one of your favorite people or a few of your least favorite people. Send it to everybody. Friends, enemies, lovers, um, ex lovers ooh send this podcast to your ex <laughs> they won't understand why or know what's going on but quite frankly neither do we back to the show <laughs> all right we need to move on uh, but we are staying in tennessee and actually we're going to do a little tour of the country here real quick as i said uh we are you know in the business of laying out just all the awful shit so let's just let's just take a little road trip around america wait hey oh god damn it what <laughs> I think I was going to do something nice for you. Oh, okay. I was going to say, speaking of driving around the country and taking a little tour, don't you have a little West Coast tour coming up in April? Yeah. That was it. I just wanted to plug your little tour. <laughs> I appreciate you help. Uh, I appreciate you suggesting that I plug something in the middle of a sentence that I was saying. <laughs> you know what? But before I finish this sentence... Sorry for helping wrong, okay? Sorry for helping wrong. I there is a wrong way to help. I won't try helping again. That's the last help you're going to get from me, all right? Damn. It's just, it's just if you hadn't gotten mad at me, it would have been a lot smoother, okay? It would have been cute, but you had to make it mean. Oh, Lord. Anyways. I just... I, go see I'm my so shitty friend be funny on tour if you're on the West Coast. Poor Portland, Seattle, Los Angeles, Anchorage, Alaska in April. <laughs> Fuck you. So we're going to talk about some terrible legislation being passed around the country and the shows that I'm going to do on the road. So <laughs> <laughs> do we link these together? Oh, shit. Yeah. Um, in Tennessee, where I performed twice last year, <laughs> the <laughs> See, it is this cute. This is an amazing bit. Oh, my God. Cute. I'm funny. I'm good at podcasting. Just let me do it. Wait, can we can we also squeeze in a land acknowledgement? Fuck. 
Oh, I hate it here. Go ahead. Uh, so as a, this week, the Tennessee governor signed a bill into law banning drag shows anywhere where a child could see them. Sure, that can't be possibly be uh, <laughs> exploited or fuck. Uh, yeah, sure. Also, banned uh, gender affirming care for all youth. So, Tennessee, it is no longer legal to be trans or even do drag uh, anywhere where a kid might find you. You, so, you, 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 you know what the leading cause of death among children is, right? Uh, jump, jump rope. Apparently it's drag story time at okay, a library. Okay. Yeah, it's seeing it's seeing a drag queen tell a joke about uh, two monkeys who got lost on their way to the zoo or something. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, you know, we care about children here a lot. And you know who else cares about children? Uh, the government of the state of Utah, which this week signed a bill banning all abortions in the state. So that's fun. Utah haven't performed there yet, but it's definitely on my list. I went there uh, earlier this year. See, we, we're covering it all. Okay. See, we're uh, we're doing different oh, kinds yeah. of tours here. Um, this pa- our patrons will remember the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. <laughs> Deanna was on Real Housewives. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> let's uh, let's get back up to the Midwest here. Another state I have yet to perform in, but I do have a couch to crash on whenever I do book a show there. Iowa. Uh, the Iowa Republicans this week uh, have put forward a bill to ban same-sex marriage in the state. And all the gay folks, the bigoted ones at least, are blaming transgender folks for this one. I'm like, trust me, before they knew transgender folks existed, they hated you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And finally, we're yeah. getting we're on our way yeah. back home. We're heading back to Pittsburgh. So good. So uh, good. But oh. Before getting back, back to Pittsburgh, well, the tour's almost over. Uh, before we get back, though, we are going to just stop off in West Virginia, uh, right outside of Pittsburgh, where this week a state senate. Have you performed in West Virginia? I have performed in West Virginia. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it did not go well, but it was my fault. Um, <laughs> this week, the West Virginia State Senate approved a bill that would begin allowing teachers to teach intelligent design as the origin of the universe. So, yeah, you know, it's good to be back from tour. Uh, We went all over this country. Uh, So let's see. Um, We've got drag drag shows. We've got trans people. We've got women. We've got gay people. We've got the science. And it's all under attack at many different places across the country. And what I think is great is that I have not heard uh, how anybody plans on dealing with this. Um, Democrats are like, you know, we don't really pay attention to when the Republicans rage a culture war. And I'm like, really? Here's the thing about culture wars is that followed to their logical extent, uh, millions of people will die. Yes. Uh, Speaking Uh, of culture wars are actual wars. Um, so that's gonna... scary. I keep clamoring that we are descending into fascism and people go, Kennedy, you're such an alarmist. You're so <sighs> extreme. Your politics right. are way too out there. Right. Um, I don't know what to say. I, I just don't know what to say uh, anymore. What am I supposed to say that I haven't already said? You guys. Exactly. It's bad. It's really bad. Bad. On the on the subject of us descending uh, further into fascism, I'm going to detour the tour 
to Florida for just a second where Ron DeSantis proposed legislation that would, would require uh, uh, bloggers and other like uh, independent media who plan to speak negatively about the government to register. They want people to register. And then on our way back up from Florida, we can stop in Tennessee where uh, a Republican state representative um, in a like a justice committee hearing suggested that not only do they uh, allow the death penalty. Oh, they but, want to bring back lynching. Uh, yes. Bring back hanging by hanging someone in a tree. So. I don't think that saying that we are inching, we are not inching closer to fascism. We are sprinting and acting like think like seeing that trend emerging, acting like that is alarmism or is alarmist is how they're going to keep sprinting. Because even I, I would, I think I would argue that uh, America is not descending or even sprinting towards fascism. We're already I, here. I would argue that we are, already a fascist country oh, yeah. with the flimsiest of defenses systemically against it. And yeah. rather than focusing on bolstering, fixing, or improving those defenses, Democrats are, at least at a national level, Democrats are like, uh, but we don't want to like offend the people who might be on the on the fence. So we're just going to ignore The centrists, it. the moderates. I'm like, the well, if they're offended undecided by about fascism. Yeah. Yeah, I'm still I'm still unsure about fascism. I'm still weighing the benefits of fascism. We don't we don't want to you know fascism. go after this. Like, seriously, what a what a reasonable there, position to be in. There yeah. have been articles about what the Democrats are going to do, like from like a year ago. They're like, well, when the when the GOP does like this, you know, they rage about a certain Democrat. We just tend to ignore it and let them do their thing. I'm like, what has that led to though, Democrats? What what, what what's going on now? Legislation has passed. Bills are coming forward. Trans, you know, kids are, are you know, attempting suicide. I'm like, come on, Democrats, do something. Don't be celebrating Pride Month if you're not going to give a shit about the community. I'm just saying. Well, it's um, now legal to celebrate Pride Month in Tennessee, I believe. So that's, yes. you know, Democrats have an out there. It, and yeah, well, it's important to understand. I'm, I wanted to mention this, actually. Thank you for bringing that back up, that... Uh, these bills that outlaw drag shows essentially outlaw anything that they per, like the 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 fascist boot perceives as non-gender conforming behavior. Yeah. What if I want to yeah. wear a suit um, and tie? Am I gonna get? In, I'm, I'm I'm gonna go to prison wearing a suit and tie. Literally could happen, and it's up to the discretion of the fascist boot. Well, trad um, wives and the don't point wear of, pants. The point so. of laws like this is to create. Uh, situations where they can just apply this to anyone they want at any time mm -hmm. that they can and and by this I mean the boot that they can just they can just put the boot down on anyone they want at any time that's the goal of the fascist state okay so uh, if they have laws that uh, criminalize enough different kinds of behaviors eventually it doesn't matter who you are if the state wants to put the boot down on you, they just can at any time because, well, the law says you can't blah, 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 blah. And so I'm at the point now where I'm like, okay, I guess I'll just never see my grandma again uh, who lives in Tennessee 
and she'll die in Tennessee because I can't even paint my nails if I go there. And that's like ridiculous. And I I think that a lot of people like a a lot of people in their in their haste to like make fun of Republicans think that the wording in these this these legislative actions is obtuse because they're too stupid to understand how anything works. But the language is obtuse because they want it to cast the widest net possible. Um, and I see this too yeah. with like a lot of abortion stuff where they're like, oh, they, they're so stupid that they included this procedure that isn't even always an abortion. And it's like, no, they included that procedure so that they could persecute the highest number of people, uh, for the, for the, the m- most for minor infractions. Didn't like, one of the Carolinas this week, one of their legislatures proposed a bill that would put forward the death penalty for women who want to seek an abortion. South Carolina did that. Yep. Way to go. Yep. Way to go. Yeah, this this yeah. tour is uh remember when I said I hated here? <laughs> you hate it all over the place now. Well, well, what's interesting about my state is that um Henry McMaster implemented a six week near near like total ban abortion, but then like the Supreme Court's like, well, actually, this is more of a privacy issue than anything else. So you're denying a woman's right to privacy with her doctor. So we're gonna keep the ban only at 20 weeks. South Carolina might just be one of the few red states in the South to actually keep some abortion somewhat barely legal. But if I they're like saying that, it, that they're like at 20 weeks, the privacy the by 20 goes out weeks, the door. Was there logic that by 20 weeks, like you would be showing, so your privacy is like gone anyway? Like what? What well, probably ass backwards at, at 20 weeks, a fetus can get a, a TikTok account, so that's why. Mm. Yes. Um, I saw a video this week. Of a woman on a beach, I think in Florida. Yep. Oh no. Who was detained by five male police officers because she was wearing a bathing suit that exposed some of her butt cheeks. And they were saying that she was, by definition of the way that the law is worded, she was nude in public. And here's the thing uh, Was she showing chussy? No, no. She just had, it was like a thong bathing suit. Like, a, I think it's a, Br- a Brazilian cut is mm-hmm. what they're called. Uh, yeah. So because of the way the law is worded, uh, bare buttocks counts as being naked. In other words, uh, Republicans are basically doing Christian Sharia law. Like, like that's what's wi- happening. Like, I'm this sorry. Is- <laughs> are women going back to swimming in pantaloons? Like, is that? Literally, yes. Like Because like, I, I, I my, my. I, I have butt Most cheeks. Most bathing suits show cheeks. I have I'm butt cheeks. Saying. Literally, like I could buy I, every bathing suit I've ever had has just turned into a uh, thong by virtue of my, what my butt cheeks. I can't. Same. I think the reality of the situation is that, uh, like, material conditions have deteriorated at the same time as certain different kinds of liberatory movements have, have happened. I don't think the two are related. It's just like, you know, causation and not correlation or correlation, not causation. Mm-hmm. But because everybody knows the material conditions are fucked up and everybody knows, Hey, like things are different now than they used to be. It is so easy to just be like, this is why. And the Democrats are like, no, things aren't that bad. And so of course they're going to fucking believe like it's we're, yeah. they're like, setting us up to fail and like people are going to die. There's going to be like, uh, I'm 
We're we are ruled over by a government that like did the trail of tears. I don't think that like my butt cheeks are the are the the problem. Residential schools, internment camps. Well, my history books don't say anything about that. I don't know. I don't know if that sounds like something you made up. Um, So as we finish this tour, I want to get down to uh, what I think probably the most egregious uh, example of this psycho bullshit from the week. Uh, And that would be conservative pundit Michael Knowles. Oh, God. The failed actor. Uh, he announced this week that he is going to be suing Rolling Stone magazine for libel because they printed a headline that said he called for the eradication of transgender people. Now, in his speech, what he said was, uh, quote, for the good of society, transgenderism must be eradicated from public life entirely, end quote. So, like... What's how out could, in public? How could Rolling Stone say that he wanted to genocide trans people? He just said, uh, <laughs> remove them from the earth, basically. Like, uh, 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 he, he, he basically said, I, I didn't say trans people. I said transgenderism. I'm like, what does transgenderism refer to, though? People. Yeah. Out in public. <laughs> it is. Also, like, what what it. You're allowed to be trans at home, like that. Trans people what, are allowed to exist. That, you just, uh, you just can't leave your house. You just can't go outside. What is exactly the? You can only be trans from se- after seven on weeknights, like like old cell phone rules. Like <laughs> you can only be you can only be trans when the minutes are free, unlimited free minutes of transness. You got to get. Cricket? Never mind. Uh, T-Mobile is that. So this is uh, repulsive, uh, but it is, you know, a reality that this guy's career is not going to end. Like there are people. Now, I will say the most surprising thing about this is that as he was giving this speech, I watched just like a minute or two clip. I watched more of this speech than I watched Joe Biden's State of the Union. I'll tell you that. The crowd was small. Well, it's not that just that the crowd was small. It's that as he was saying, like transgenderism must be eliminated. Uh, the vi- the camera pans around the room, and like there were some people cheering, but some people were just kind of looking at him. Like I, d- I think that like that that was the most shocking thing is that people at fucking CPAC were like, I don't know, dude. Like that's that's just a little this this like, and, and it didn't work for the Republicans in the midterms either. So they're still hyping this up. Like I'm like, dude, it's the transgender, you know, the the transphobia that you've been like, you know, fear monger over or whatever. It's 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 not gonna work. Now I will say this Michael ahead, Knowles is trying to be like Matt Walsh. Yeah. Yeah. And Matt Walsh is trying to deviate from the transgender issue by talking about student loans, and he sucks at it. Now, Michael Knowles is like, I didn't say this, but then Matt Walsh comes and tweets and like, yes, he did say it, and I support it. And I'm like, yo, Matt, you're not helping Michael's case over here with, with what he said or didn't say. But you know what? Those people at CPAC who did kind of look horrified, uh, uh, those are the people that the Democrats are actually pandering to. Yeah. Like, those are the people that are undecided about fascism, literally. Yeah. Because there they are. They're like, well, we went to fascist headquarters, but then they were fascisming a little too too hard for us. Also, yeah. like, I don't care. I don't give a fuck how much, like, how much you hate 
a a a, a group of people. Uh, I don't understand how anyone can't look at a situation where the government is proposing era- where where they would want the government to eradicate a certain group of people. How that yeah. is not very fucking bad for everyone. Like, yes, yeah. it is most bad for the people in that group of people. And I am not trying to uh, uh, take take away from that because obviously saying that we should era- like we should eradicate transgenderism is most dangerous for people who are trans but like it is incredibly dangerous for everyone even the people who fucking support it imagine imagine they use like if we need to like you know eradicate gayness i'm like well that sounds like like a conversion therapy type of rhetoric that you're saying like it, like change transgenderism to any demographic of someone like a people that are just you know that get like all the hate all the bigotry all the xenophobia thrown at them but like we don't mean it like that I'm like well how else are you gonna mean when you say we got to eradicate look up what eradicate means like all the synonyms for it it's not something like oh it's just a little innocent term no you want to exterminate a group of people it's not that and, I and don't it's want already them. applying to other groups. So here's the thing is that solidarity is incredibly important right now. Yeah. Um, and their goal is to keep us from having that. And that's why they intentionally fan the flames of like LGB drop the T shit. Yep. That would never otherwise see traction except that there's all this dark money that fuels that kind of rhetoric. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it comes from people like fucking Joanne over there at her castle. Just kidding, uh, rally. And, and uh, <laughs> uh, you know, and then uh, people don't take seriously the reasons why people are calling for boycotts of Harry Potter related things. Yeah. Um, and, uh, it's like this is this is like this all fuels these fires that it's all the whole goal of fascism is to have it's you were talking earlier about how it's like it's it's not even that popular with a lot of even their base but the thing is is it doesn't matter because their goal is to consolidate power into increasingly smaller hands and they have been for a long time and especially notably since George Bush and i would say like at a minimum, you have to say that like when George Bush started passing laws after 9-11 that we became a fascist country, even if you couldn't call it that before then. You, I Arguably you could, but I'm just saying like I feel like no matter what your definition is, you have to pretty much look at the laws that were being passed and say, uh-oh. And, and so we've been on this slippery slope towards this point. And the only thing we can do now is try to like build solidarity and uh, and use our numbers because they're going to have all the money and all the power. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> um, <clears throat> okay, I, kn- I just want go ahead. I knew this was going to be a really upsetting tour, and that's why I wanted <laughs> to make it to add something nice. Sorry, I helped correctly. We really nailed it with the we're in hell, it's everywhere, it's burning uh, merch. So <laughs> I do want to um, I do want to actually just talk about one other CPAC story, which I think is a, a much, much more, uh, I would say more fun. It's hard to <laughs> it's hard to be more fun than that. But I think this is more fun. Uh, 
2024 presidential hopeful Nikki Haley took the stage uh, at CPAC and was greeted with a round of cheers from the audience. Uh, the only problem was they were cheering, we want Trump. <laughs> yes. Um, Trump is like, again, just things that are like, in general, this should be a bad sign. Uh, Trump is his plan to uh, uh, be the re- become the Republican nominee doesn't include a plan for like being a better candidate than Ron DeSantis. Uh, uh, it, it includes bullying Ron DeSantis until Ron DeSantis decides not to run. And yeah. like, by all means, we there are plenty of reasons why we should bully Ron DeSantis because he has very shitty ideas. Um, but like, Donald Trump just wants to make fun of him a la meatball Ron until until Ron DeSantis is like, that's one that's one sick burn too many. Gotta go. Yeah. I will say I'm excited for 2020 because I'm hoping that the great con J.B. Pritzker runs. Uh, yeah, I don't know much about Pritzker, but. Uh, he surprisingly for a billionaire, I'm surprised he's pro union, pro women, pro wages, pro free education. I'm like, the hell? I uh, firmly stand that uh, president should be picked out of a hat. I think anybody that wants yes. to be president is a bad person. Um, but yeah, uh, I do think it's funny that Nikki Haley was d- 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 things she she's could not win. popular. She really isn't. Like people forget that she was governor of South Carolina. Like even I'm, <laughs> even I'm like, oh yeah, she was my governor one time. Did you see that Don Lemon thing from a couple weeks ago? Yeah. Did you do you know what I'm talking about? Uh-uh, yeah. Tell me. Don, or- Don Lemon was hosting his, I believe, the one of the morning shows on CNN. It's him and two women. Pastor Prime. And so she, Nikki Haley, was like talking about how she thinks that uh, any presidential candidate should have to pass uh, over the age of 75 should have to pass a competency test. And so Don Lemon is like. You know, I think she should be careful because, like, for she's clearly a woman that's past her prime. And the two female co-hosts were like, dude, fucking what? And he was like, no, no, no. Seriously, like, this isn't me. This isn't me. If you look it up, when is a woman, woman in her prime? It's like 20s, 30s, maybe 40s. But, yeah, she's in her 50s. She's clearly past her prime. And both of his female co-hosts were just staring at him. <laughs> and yeah. uh, then he got... Uh, a week vacation, and now he's back on the air. So you know, there I is mean, people God. forget. If you forget so easily, CNN is just Fox News without the conspiracy theories at this point. Yeah, the, but other bad yeah. theories. So, so there's uh, that. No one else has a wolf. Okay, thank you. Donald Trump is. Oh, they have a wolf and a newt. That's crazy. I don't think is newt a CNN guy. Oh no. Yeah, oh, CNN has a. Sorry, Wolf back- Blitzer. Yeah, I best name. The, it's such a bummer that Wolf Blitzer was born with that name and was like, I'm going to talk about uh, electoral politics in front of a big map. Like, come on, and man. Like, Be a fucking superhero like porn this. star. Yeah, you should have designed a new assault rifle. <laughs> <laughs> we should all be talking about how the last mass shooting was committed with a Blitzer 91 or something. <laughs> Not a Blitzer. Is uh wasn't that a reindeer? Never mind. Yes. Okay. Let's in. Let's in. Let's in. Okay. We have uh you know enough about uh conservatives, fascism taking over the planet. I have uh a story that we could talk about that I think I think we'll all be excited about. 
Um, and that is that this week it was revealed that a friend of the show, Andrew Tate, has been uh, apparently diagnosed with lung cancer that is terminal as fuck. I love that in that video that he made in his fucking Versace robe uh, uh, that he was smoking a cigar while trying to like be a real piece of shit to Greta Thunberg. And then he now he has the lung cancer. Like it's not just from that one cigar, but a little treat. All the karma hitting him. I will say that I'm a bit confused about this story because you know it was first it was just like in a viralish tweet and then there was some random thing that was like oh uh i'm actually andrew tate's friend uh this is confirmed so i was like i don't know if i should believe this or not uh and then i saw a tweet from the the cobra himself andrew Tw- andrew tate and i want to read uh this is actually a a thread and I want to read these tweets, teens, if 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 you'll humor me. No way. <laughs> we, we will. We, we, we will. From Andrew Tate. I do not have cancer. My lungs contain precisely zero smoking damage. In fact, I have an eight liter lung capacity and the vital signs of an Olympic athlete. There is nothing but a scar on my lung from an old battle. True warriors are scarred both inside and out. As one of the most influential men on the face of the planet, it is important for the good of humanity that I live as long as possible. At my current strength levels, I estimate to survive for at least 5,000 more years. <laughs> I just want to let everybody know that I, 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 I am verifying that this is all real. I'm, I'm reading along right this now. Is not, because I, am I saw not. the first tweet. You I was like, what? I read in this thread. Chat GPT could never... Yes. <laughs> he continues, with this in mind, I take my medical care extremely seriously. I had a regular checkup organized in Dupai pre-detention. The doctors were extremely interested in the scar on my lung. They do not understand how I survive without treatment. They do not know the secrets of Wudon. Of of whomst? I don't fucking know what Wudon is. So Andrew Tate sent all And then that he posts like an anime. You forgot to mention in the yeah. in the secrets of Wudon picture, he posts like a like a, a badly drawn fake anime. <laughs> uh almost looks like AI art, maybe, but actually it's I think it is like a someone's bad drawing. Yeah, so um mm. that settles that. He's cancer free. Congratulations. Uh <laughs> <laughs> But you know what drove me nuts though are the people, all the dudes who you know, the dudes with the worst takes. Like, we should be wishing harm on Andrew Tate. He could be rehabilitated. I'm like, as a leftist, I believe rehabilitation. But I know I can I can spot a person who doesn't want to be re- rehabilitated. Andrew Tate is far from redemption. Yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, I'm not like yeah. You can't say that it's uh, recidivism if uh, if they didn't want to stop doing the like if they had no yeah. intention he, of stopping the doing the crime. If they yeah. let's say I don't know specifically moved to a country where the crime that they were mm-hmm. doing in mm-hmm. one country was harder to prosecute, and then they still got caught doing it anyways. I would mm-hmm. say in that case, yeah. <laughs> That's fine. Um, I'm an intolerant leftist, okay? Like, I don't believe in the tolerant left bullshit because I am intolerant of those who are intolerant. Yeah, who who tolerates the tolerated? 
let's let's move on. Uh, oh, this is a fun story. This is a fun story. This one comes uh, from submission from a uh, friend of the show, co-host of the show, Deanna, uh, where apparently the country of Colombia is currently being overrun with Pablo Escobar's cocaine hippopotamuses. <laughs> Ooh. What is it, it's like a sequel to Cocaine Bear? I think it's a prequel because this started in uh, in the 90s whenever Pablo Escobar uh, turned himself in. Uh, there was like a bunch of wild uh, wild animals on his property, like giraffes and lions and shit. He had a private zoo. And there were mm-hmm. four hippopotamus there and they took all the other animals away, but they were like, these things are fucking big. I don't know. Just fuck it. Just leave them. Also, hippos will like... Hippos will kill you for fun. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So they they're were cute like, and all, but you don't want one for Christmas. They're like, like Let's you're just literally safer around a tiger. Crouching <laughs> tiger, hidden dragon. Let's go. So, what started in the 90s as four total hippos, three females and one male, has now ballooned to 130 hippopotamus that are like taking over this entire region of Colombia. <laughs> like they are eating everything. They they have no natural predators. They have no unnatural predators. You can't kill a hippo even if you try. And you know how I know that? It's because their first solution was to try and kill them and it didn't work. <laughs> like one one hunter managed to kill one and then they posted a picture or there was like a picture of it in the newspaper and the public got so mad that they were like, we can't kill these things. People are going to kill us. So, <laughs> so it was like a military <laughs> op that they like dispatched somebody to kill this hippo. And then like Cage. a bunch of the, like the picture that went into the paper was like a bunch of troops standing around this dead hippo. Like it, like, like what, like how we celebrated, uh, apparently, uh, killing Osama bin Laden. That's what they did with this Listen, hippo. hippos are pretty much undefeated, okay? The only animals that will hunt hippos are like Nile crocodiles and lions. And and those are two of the most ruthless fucking predators on the planet. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, and even they will generally avoid hunting anything but like an adolescent. Maybe. Or like baby hippo. They won't hunt an adult because it's just like, nah, fuck that. So nope. adult hippos are pretty much just like the undefeated champ of world fucking d- destruction. Nice. <laughs> so uh, maybe I have, you know who, you know who could, could hunt, a, hunt a hippo and kill it? Maybe the Cobra himself, Andrew Tate. Yeah, here's the thing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I think yeah, he's we need, in we such need great some of these shape. alpha males to get on it. Yeah. Yes. Nick Adams, Andrew Tate, uh Trump. Ron- Donald, Donald Trump, Trump could kill it, yes. could just insult a hippo to death. Steve Gorka, the alpha males are back. Um uh, one of their other like Donald uh, Trump could do more cocaine faster than a hippo. <laughs> I mean, we all saw the uh, Sudafed in his office that one time. I was like, dude. Also, I mean, have you ever seen him messing with that, like, thing in the top of the roof of his mouth? That's a plate because he's got a hole from doing cocaine. I I do want to hear what Donald Trump, what nickname he would come up for for the hippo with. uh, Yeah. It would be, you know. It would be offensive for sure. Ooh. Yeah, it would uh, definitely have some fat shaming involved. He would call yeah. it Rosie O'Donnell, probably. I don't know. Um, yeah, yeah. The worst. Name it Rosie. One of the other like mitigation 
uh, efforts for these hippos was to um, like shoot them from afar with darts that were loaded up with birth control um, and where the government of Colombia was getting, was going to get these was from, um, the U S government. So again, if you are keeping score, um, the U S government does want to provide birth control for Colombian hippos, but not for Americans with uteruses. Yeah. Well, I mean, that makes sense. That makes sense. Uh, reasonable. <laughs> well, you can't. Yeah. You can't sentence a hippo to death if they get an abortion, so uh, because they will kill you. So I, my favorite. Yeah, I, can, yeah, I mean, you you can sentence a hippo to death, <laughs> but can anyone execute that order? Yeah, it's like it trying doesn't to doesn't matter. It's like trying to diagnose Andrew Tate with lung cancer. It's just not going to happen. It's <laughs> the just not happening. Will live for five thousand more years. Uh, yeah, hippos my, know the secrets of Wudan. Okay. <laughs> My favorite detail about that plot, uh, this this plan where they were shooting the hippos with birth control darts, is that they they were they couldn't keep track of which hippos had gotten these these darts because oh, no. every different way that they tried to like mark the hippos, they like shot them with paint, they tagged them, they microchipped them. The hippos were able to get rid of every piece of tracking device that they that they were hit with. Like they just. <laughs> The un unfucking defeatable. You know what's funny about that <laughs> is that hippos are less afraid of microchips than like someone's uncle Jim in Ohio. Hippos really are what alpha males think of themselves as. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? That game, hungry, hungry hippos, was actually just about four <laughs> alpha males trying to secure the most bags so that they could be uh, top dog. I feel like yeah. the hippos are becoming this way. Because of the estrogen in the water, Ooh. and and so that's that's happening. I don't actually get it. Uh, <laughs> Estrogenized, um, they're turning the freaking hippos gay. Wait, if the, if, the yeah. hippo, if the hippos start going trans, they could defeat the entire Republican Party. Look, all we there need, we, so, we need, we need. Wait, I think Republicans <laughs> are good down there. I think it's. I don't actually you know, know how what it's I'm like. Saying. Republicans are good in Ireland. Oh yes. no no no! <laughs> we need uh, we need. I'm gonna say we need five total hippopotamus to come to the United States, transition, and then the Republicans will. Uh, there's step two is question marks. Step three is uh, Republicans defeated forever. So yeah, the Republicans were mysteriously trampled to death by something <laughs> large. <laughs> Animorphs is actually about alpha males becoming hippos. <laughs> I wish. I'll go back and read. Um, also, the thing about the estrogenized water is that that's like why Alex Jones thinks that the frogs are becoming gay is because there's estrogen in the water from birth from from uh, from women's pee put, putting estrogen from their birth control pills into the water, which estrogenizes the water and is turning everything up to and including the frogs gay. Yeah. Well, I mean. I drink straight from the tap. Damn, I wish I was a hippopotamus. <laughs> I know, oh, right? That's what this conversation is making me realize. Wow. Like, hippos don't you know give what? a fuck. I never knew, I never thought that I want a hippopotamus for Christmas was going to be the song of the revolution, but. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so Columbia announced this week that they have come up with a new plan. They are just going to deport the hippos, which again, 
you this has been going on for 30 years where they can't catch them they can't kill them they can't uh uh sterilize them and now they're like we're gonna bag them up and send them off to, to india to india like some of them they're in mexico some of them are going to mexico they're getting closer to me that's exciting i'm gonna go get one i like that they were like (laughs) india has elephants they'll know what to do with these hippos yeah (laughs) that checks out i agree i agree all right i want to talk about a friend of the show donald fan of the show sorry patron of the show donald trump Best friend, um, best friend of, of the mine. pod. Oh, he's also an old friend of mine too. Way back from like 2013, when he sent a harassment campaign against me for calling him overrated. Anyway, did, did you beef with a, a former president on Twitter? Yes, I did. <laughs> and really I came funny. out on top. Not Daddy Don in the Twitter beef. <laughs> yeah. Well, Donald Trump's uh, Donald Trump beefing on Twitter. This sounds made up. I don't know. Donald Trump this week, he released a plan uh, that uh, is showing that he has his eyes on the future. Like, you know, he he actually, you know, a lot of these Republicans, they're they're only trying to change the past uh, and, and trying to, you know, install fascism. And, and granted, Donald Trump is also trying to do that. But he's also looking at he wants us to be in the future, too. So this is he released a plan this week. It's a little bit vague, but uh, I just want to kind of go over a few of a few of the tenets of the plan. Uh, first of all, is a, a an idea he proposed called future cities. Future cities, baby. The future is now, and it is a city. So okay, Jetsons, let's go. Basically, Donald Trump <laughs> wants to uh, open up <laughs> open up portions of federal land and invite a contest where people can design brand new cities from scratch to be placed on that federal land. And he says, we'll pick the 10 best ones and just build them. (laughs) He wants to create a, he wants to create 10 new cities out of nothing and build them on federal lands, which is, I don't think this motherfucker understands how cities happen. I was going to say, remove the class barriers. You got yourself a Marxist utopia right there. Does he, does he, has he been to to a city? Does he he live (laughs) in a city? Does he understand what, what, what happens there? Also, what does he think is going to like fill these buildings? Step one. Oh, people. Oh, he's got a, he, no, he's got a proposal for the filling the buildings part. Okay. Okay. Yes. he Let's, proposed to go with this. Yes, Did you got uh, this. I do. Yeah. Uh, the, one of the second, one of the other tenets of Donald Trump's plan for the future is that he wants to uh, have the government do something called give people baby bonuses in order to inspire another baby boom. So, child tax credit. Here's the thing. I could not find anything that leads me to believe that this is a secretly bad malicious idea. This is like on paper. I I think that this is okay, but just the simple fact that it's Donald Trump's idea, I'm like, I'm a land. little weary of it. I'm a little weary no, of it. No, you ju- should be 100% weary of it because yeah. here's the thing. Donald Trump's entire career has been built off of these inflated real estate ideas that didn't yeah. make sense. And now he's just come up with a presidential scale one, you know, where it's just like, okay, you know, now that I'm in the the category of president ish people, like what is he right now? Even you know, also, um, uh, 
uh, he's like, he's like, I don't have to just scam people by saying I'll build a building. I'll tell them I'll build a whole city. I'll build 10 whole cities. I'll build a hundred cities. I'll build the, be 10 the coolest best cities. They'll be the coolest cities you've ever seen. The best cities. Everyone will want to live in my cities. Um, what is troubling to me about that is that offering uh, a baby bonus at a time when uh, states are outlawing uh, abortion and limiting access to critical care for people with uterine reproductive systems. Uh, that feels bad. That feels bad to me. That feels like a lot of bad things I, could happen there. I will. I, and, you know, I do not have a uterus. Maybe it's not my place. But I will say, if it's going to be harder to get an abortion, uh, I think at the very least they should give you money for having a baby. I don't know. W why the bonus... Why that money is, why that is concerning. Like, yes, I do see what you're saying about like, well, if they're going to force you to have the baby, at least they should give you the money for it. But the thing is that like they're what they should be doing instead of confusing people about a, a one time a baby bonus for having the baby. What they should be doing is uh, repairing systems that would allow it to be affordable or accessible for people to have a baby. Like ha yeah, ra raising yeah. a child is not, you know, like I don't. I, I don't want a fucking $5,000 baby bonus that doesn't even pay for like, that doesn't even pay for giving fucking birth. And uh, like, like it, you want people to have babies, make prenatal care free, make healthcare, make healthcare for you newborns. Make the baby free, like, bonus, like Dating fans wants to make giving birth free. If you wanted to even make an impact on somebody's life. That's part one. <laughs> part two is like, that is a like, that is a way to guarantee an ongoing proletariat class, like forcing people like not forcing, but enticing people to have babies with a monetary bonus. Uh, the people that will be swayed by that monetary bonus are the people who are, uh, most financially, like most financially, uh, uh, precarious i would say and so then like you have children being born into financially precarious situations that basically guarantees an upcoming force of low wage workers yeah but i mean uh if i don't know that's i don't want to talk about that that's a big conversation uh that i don't we, we're already long into this um i don't uh i don't know uh let's talk about another tenant of donald trump's plan which is uh he wants us to have flying cars. Now, I think this is a much less controversial. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> this part, this part's unequivocally good. Yeah. This is a great idea. This is awesome. <laughs> he specifically said, he's like, I want America, not China to leave the world in aerial vehicles. <laughs> China's not making flying cars. You fucking idiot. <laughs> Also, LOL, that like if America, someone in America came up with flying cars, they would probably outsource the manufacture to China. For sure. Mm -hmm. For sure. Yeah. Um, 
Also, if we make them in America, they're still going to run on gasoline probably. And they'll have like, (laughs) they'll, they'll fly for like 25 minutes. And then, (laughs) no, it's a trade off. You're getting the futuristic tech. So you want an even further back in the past uh, fuel source. They're going to be coal coal powered flying cars. Oh, cool. Yeah. We did it. Yeah. Bring back, bring back coal mining. Yeah. The children yearn for the mines. I mean, <laughs> their little hands, they're so clean these days. Yeah. That's why the, the baby, bo- that's why we have to have the baby bonus. So there will be yeah, enough children to work bonus. in the mines. And then we can have a whole new generation of little babies and we ship them off to go live in new futuristic Minecraft cities and yeah. we'll let them figure it out. In other Trump news, you know, he's, he's trying to come up with a new nickname for for uh for Ron DeSantis and he's put forward a few a few ones here and I want to ask Ooh. I want to ask your opinion and see which ones you like the best so uh DeSanctimonious is out it just it wasn't catching on it wasn't catching on so uh this week Trump is trying out uh Ron Deestablishment Ron Dishonest and my personal favorite Tiny D What about Ripoff Ron Is that one Trump's doing or are you are you coming up with your own Oh, I came up with my own right there. I, oh, I've had this it for is months. A curveball. <laughs> yeah, why is why is Trump struggling so much with this? I he's know. usually so good at these. He's the king of sting. Ron think, to Satan? Come on. I think Ron Dishonest is pretty good. Yeah. Ron Dishonest is actually that one's all right. Yeah. Yeah. And Tiny D, not very good, but I think it would be very funny to hear him call him that. Yes. That so. is funny. I, I think Ron Dishonest is probably that that sounds like that sounds like Trump work in terms yeah. of that's yeah. that like B plus level schoolyard insult that I was looking for. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. He may he may have a winner there. <laughs> um speaking of Donald Trump having a real winner, uh our final Trump story this week is this may come as a surprise to the three of you, but this week, Donald Trump released a new track on Spotify. It's called Justice for All. Have you heard this yet? No, I don't no. want to. No. Here's the thing. Again, I did not listen to a moment of Joe Biden's uh, State of the Union speech. I listened to this song. You're poisoning your brain. <laughs> so I'm worried about you. So the song, and it's called Justice for All, is a collaborative effort between Donald Trump himself and a choir of imprisoned January 6th protesters. <laughs> so the January 6th prisoners. The J6 prison choir. I'm looking at this. Oh, my God. They recorded their segments over the prison phone and what the song is, is a rendition of the Star Spangled Banner interlaced with Donald Trump reciting the Pledge of Allegiance. Oh, and it, Lord. And it ends with the prisoners chanting USA. This sounds like something that somebody made on TikTok to be hilarious. Like, this sounds... Imagine being in jail and chanting <laughs> USA, 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 like... What <laughs> level of fucking brain rot do you have to have? I'm proud to be an American right now. I say as I'm in prison. Uh-oh. Proud to be an American where at least I know in six to eight months I'll be free. I, uh, <laughs> or, ye- or ears, who knows? I also like struggle. I struggle to 
like wrap my mind around the cognitive dissonance that like these these people like you stormed the Capitol. That is the the that is d- definitively anti-American. Like you thought you were going to do a revolution. Well, if you look uh, it up on thesaurus.com, USA is actually a synonym for Donald Trump. Mm, I thought it was a synonym for racist, but, you know, like like is, tomato, they're, tomato. They're all synonyms, Deanna. What are you getting at mm-hmm. here? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. When I see patriot in somebody's, like, bio immediately, I'm like, racist. Mm-hmm. When I see cinnamon, cinnamon, oh, fuck. All right, we've got uh, just a bit of good news to end the show this week. Uh, Lori Lightfoot I'm lost just... her re-election bid. Woo! <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Sorry, Goofy Lori, you're da, out. You're Yeah. Yeah, so uh, she's a piece of shit, and uh, she doesn't have a job anymore. So See you later, Lori. Yeah. Yeah, get a real job. Let's go, Brandon, <laughs> literally <laughs> this time. Oh, yeah, was it Brandon Johnson? Yeah. Seems like a good dude, I think. I don't know. I don't got care. the working family's party to back him up. It's gonna Hell be fine. Yeah. Yep. Lori uh, Lightfoot is gonna go become a landlord. So yes. that's that's yeah. all the news this week. Um thank you again, Christina and Kennedy, Indiana, for joining me. Uh Christina, where would you like folks to follow you and find your stuff? Uh literally all my social media is Cosmopolitics. Not Cosmo, Cosma with an E. C O S M E. Cosmo. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. That's the one. spell. Sick. Yeah, so. And yep. you, you do Twitch streams. How often do you do them? I try to stream almost every night. That's but then wild. Tuesdays and Fridays, I have a movie podcast called Movie Night Extravaganza. Ooh, that's fun. Yeah. Nice. If you guys like want to come on, let me know. Yeah. I want to come on. I like movies. We Sweet. like stuff. I like talking. Nice. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> thank you again, Kennedy. How about you, pal? Um, you can find me on Twitter. Uh, you just go to at uh, Elon Musk. <laughs> And then you reply to one of his tweets and you say, where's Kennedy's account? I'm looking for Kennedy. Can you help me? I'm trying to I'm trying to find Kennedy. Uh, Kennedy is my nephew. And I listen to this podcast once in a while. It's a little distressing because sometimes they talk about the sex. But I, I need I need the help finding if That's you send a message like that, Elon will know what you're talking about. Or at the very least, he'll respond looking into this. Deanna, yes. <laughs> uh, what about you, buddy? Begrudgingly, I can be found on yeoldtwitter.com at Deanna. That's four Ds, E-A-N-N-A. You can follow me there to uh, see what kind of video games I'm playing and what kind of mental breakdown I'm having. A little bit of Menti hmm. B. Hell yeah, nice. dude. And of course, you can find me at Andrew Hillary US. You can find the podcast at Worst Week Yet. You can support the show by going to patreon.com slash worst week yet. And more important than all that bullshit, tune in again next week for more bad news. <laughs>